They like, hey, where you at? Where you at? Drop a pin, send the Addy, yeah, I'm somewhere in the back. Okay, they like. What's going on, goals? Gang, you already know what time it is. It's Top Goals, your fave corporate coming back with another podcast episode of Somewhere in a Bag. Today, I have a very, very special guest, my good friend, Paul. You might know him as the Lemon Pool Man. He got all the goods in terms of beverages, lemonade to be exact. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and uh, join him to the stream. So make sure y'all give him a warm welcome. Hey, Paul. What's going on? on? How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. All right. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing well. Um, So as you heard uh, your intro, um, just to give our listeners, our audience a little context, Paul is a friend of mine that I have met through uh, my affiliate partner, um, Tatiana from Black Queen City, the uh, biggest networking event series in Charlotte. Um, So I know that pretty much uh, whether he's vending or not, Paul is at every single Black Queen City event, so we definitely appreciate him. And um, without further ado, Paul, I know I gave him a little sprinkle, but let the people know, um, what what do you have for sale? Like, what what do we got going on in your business? Well, I appreciate the intro, by the way. Um, <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'm just a neighborhood guy. I make uh, homemade lemonade from scratch, uh, everything that I do. As far as lemonade is concerned, it's all natural. Uh, I don't use any artificial flavors or powders or anything. Um, I grab real organic lemons, slice them and squeeze them, um, uh, granulated sugar and uh, distilled water and uh, mix everything together. And uh, I sell about, I think about 11, 12 flavors, 12 flavors strong now. Uh, when I started my business, um, I was only doing two flavors, and I've up my uh, my catalog to twelve. So I'm very grateful for that. But yeah, I still just just regular lemonade, nothing uh, nothing spectacular. Like I don't put any alcohol in it. I don't put any type of wacky stuff in it. It's just all natural juice, all natural lemonade. You know. Well, no, I think that is very much spectacular, especially when you go to the store and you got all these glucose cassafasafafloblin things that yeah. we can't even pronounce. Yeah, uh, a lot of so names with a lot of alphabets. Yeah. Right, right. And speaking of in stores, um, so you started out with two flavors and you grew to 12 flavors. You make it from scratch, homemade. Uh, I'm pretty sure you probably got some sort of proprietary um kind of thing in your recipe or like do you ever i guess my question would be would you ever consider uh like scaling it to like a a big business storefront like will we ever do you think we'll ever see like lemon pool lemonades in like walmart or your local 7-eleven or something like that what are your thoughts on that 
Well, that's like my actual goal is to get into some form of a grocery store at some point. Um, I remember I was I was uh, reading an article a long time ago about this little girl. I can't remember her name exactly, but she would sit outside of the Whole Foods and she would sell lemonade. Um, I think like a quarter or something. And then over time, she became like a young entrepreneur, millionaire. So now her brand is in actually in the Whole Foods. If you go into the Whole Foods, there's a lemonade. There's the lemonade um, brand that has a little girl on the bottom. Um, I think she had like a little afro or something, but that same little girl has her stuff in the store. So that was one of my inspirations. And I said, well, you know, I, I sort of kind of want to get myself out there and, and get popular. And over time, um, instead of doing like a food truck or something like that, which a food truck is not a bad idea. I, I actually still have that as an option. But my main goal is to get to to get big enough to where I can go into a Walmart, go into a Target, go into a food line, so on and so forth. And, you know, people see my product and they can say, okay, I know this stuff is good. So that's what I'm working toward. That that's, sounds like pretty good goals. I was just looking it up. Um, it looks like, so she was an 11-year-old. Um, her name is Michaela Ulmer. Yeah, Michaela, yeah. And uh, she scored an $11 million deal with Whole Foods selling her lemonade. Apparently, that's uh, sweetened with honey. Right. So, wow, wow. Okay, well, I definitely see it in your future just because um, if you haven't had the pleasure of going to a Black Queen City pop-up event and tasting some of Lemon Pool's Lemonade is amazing. Um, I know he definitely always has a good little line, um, especially because we have food vendors there a lot. So, um, and not all of them necessarily have drinks. Um, then we do have on occasion some um, alcoholic beverages, of course, for 21 and up. Um, but, you know, everyone doesn't always want to have a drinky drink, you know, they just want a <laughs> they just want a regular drink. <laughs> yeah. And um that's me most of the time. So I'm always appreciative whenever you um attend. I think me personally, I, I have I sampled quite a few because I know um you let me try a few of them one time. Um but but I want to ask you what is your favorite flavor out of all your 12 I know it's probably hard to pick, but which one do you think is your favorite flavor? Well, uh, I guess I had to give a background story on it. So, um, okay. my grandfather uh, passed away um, back in 07, but when he was alive, he used to make it for the family. And when he made it, um, he never would tell anybody how he would do it. But I would watch this man, he would get a bag full of lemons and he would sit, he would get his bucket. And he would put the bug between his leg, get his chair, sit down, and he would take each lemon, slice them in his hand, squeeze them in his hand, and drop them in the bucket. Never would measure, oh. add his sugar, and add his water. Um, but we knew if that bucket was in the kitchen, or um, if we knew if that cooler was outside, it was some lemonade in there. And me being, you know, when I was young, I used to just run to go get it, and everybody would rush to go get it because it was that good. And um, um, when he passed away, well, right before he passed away, he showed me sort of kind of what he did. So I kind of took on his tradition and try to, you know, mimic that. And that's really what inspired me to do what I do. And um, it was my it was my wife's idea who actually told me you should go in business because everybody loves your stuff. So 
you know, one thing led to another. And then I started my business uh, January 31st of 2017. So I've been in business since then, but I've been making lemonade, you know, over 12, 13 years. Um, now, with that being said, as far as the flavors, my all time flavor will always be the old fashioned regular lemonade because that's what I was born and bred with. Um, going into the flavors, raspberry is like my number one. Um, I think mango behind it. Uh, and I'm starting to get a feel for the blueberry. I was scared of blueberry at first, but when I put it out there and I seen the reception, I was getting there, tearing it up. I was like, I need to try this stuff. So, blueberry will be like my better flavor. Okay, so that's you had uh, had pineapple, right? Yeah, I definitely Mm -hmm. enjoyed the pineapple. I I had a hard time. I always have a hard time picking between. Now, I haven't tried all the flavors yet, but I think, like, of the flavors I've tried, I feel like pineapple and then the mango one, those are, like, my two favorites. And the old-fashioned, like you said, you can never go wrong with old-fashioned. never go wrong with it. So, so, um, a lot of times, so basically this podcast, um, is centered around like motivation and also entrepreneurial tips and advice that, um, successful small business owners might have for any aspiring up and coming small business owners, or even someone um, who's been in business for a little while and is just trying to scale. So um, speaking of lemons, right, we have like that old adage or that cliche, like when you have lemons, make lemonade, right? So I'm always curious to um, talk to entrepreneurs about some of their like experiences um, while building their business, just because I know a lot of us have had some really interesting experiences. So do you know of like any time that you can think of where you figuratively had to um, take some lemons and make lemonade, like any kind of maybe monkey wrench that has been thrown your way along your journey of trying to start and also um, grow your business? Well, well, um, I know when I, when I first started, um, just trying to get recognition, um, on the upscale with hard, it was tough because I didn't have the resources and the information and the supplies. So I had to basically improvise a little bit. So I started with people that I knew and told them what I was doing and, you know, I got the support from there. So, um, I was, I was using the, the, like the little, um, Walmart, like four ounce, eight ounce water bottles, and taking the taking the um, wrappings off and just putting it in there, and then you know the, the tops and the seals was was coming off, but you know, I had to make it work off that. I gave a lot of stuff out for free, um, and like I said, I was just trying to get my name out there, and over time it got you know it got better. So my my um my product got better, and it was just through researching and trying to see what bottles work and and which seals would work best and. I had to learn how to use, um, um, not use, but I had to pay attention to the the life expectancy of it. You know, if you keep stuff at room temperature, it doesn't. The quality of it doesn't stay good very long. So I had to learn how to keep it cold, and you know, see how long it will last before it goes bad, and let people know that. So, um, and then that led into um, trying to put a price tag on it. Um, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Um, so I, I did a lot of 
just a lot of stuff I did was just word of mouth. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't until last year when I started to go the social media route. So um, I'm kind of <laughs> kicking myself in the butt because I wish I would have did that the first year because I've got way more success, you know, doing things on on Facebook, doing things on Instagram, you know, going through email and, and stuff like that. And then reaching out to people who were into marketing, who were into advertising. So um, that was my struggle up until the point where I got to, to the point where I could utilize people and, and they can point me in the right direction. Then it got better, you know. So it was a slow process. Um, but I think I'm I'm very grateful where I am. And and now that people sort of kind of know who I am, you know, I could walk out and they say, hey, I know you, which is great. So I think that that seems to be like a common consensus um, just because a lot of conversations I've had, it simply comes down to trial and error because you can read all the books you want to read. You can go to YouTube University, you know, you can Google this, Google that, but there's no better teacher than real life experience. So I know a lot of people, their downfall is they want to make, they want to wait and make sure that things are like extra perfect. Everything is lined Mm -hmm. up nice and neat. And that's just not realistic. So, (laughs) I mean, if you're out there and you're thinking of, um, you know, maybe launching your juice line, um, hair products, your services, your marketing services or what have you, the best Mm -hmm. way to do it is just to do it. Like Liverpool said. um, So so basically the tips or the gems that I that I took from your process is that you started with your tribe, you know, your surrounding family and friends. Um, you gave out samples, you know, that was probably a hit to your pocket uh, slightly, you know, financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it was a great return on investment because you know, I having tasted your lemonade, I know that these individuals who tasted it as well were mm-hmm. like me and ended up becoming returning if not consistent um Mm -hmm. and then also um even though trial and error is the best teacher you can you can definitely you cannot completely remove your margin of error but you can decrease it by researching so and um, i've learned too you know even with that um what you said was absolutely right on the hit um i was that way before you know I, i wanted to wait I was trying to wait and make sure I had everything lined up and I had all my stuff and I had all my resources and supplies and I wanted to make sure stuff was stuff was good, but it was like taking time to get all that stuff. So the more time I was trying to, you know, grab everything, the more time I was not utilizing. So I said, you know, I just need to just put myself out there, you know, and and you learn best when you put your hands on. I mean, like you like you said, folks can tell you everything and they can give you all the advice in the world and you can read up on stuff but until you actually do it then you won't know anything you won't learn anything you know i learned a long time ago you know if you do something one time and you get the results you need it was a success if you do it and you don't then you don't count as a loss you just count as a lesson you know so learn from what you where you messed up at in the beginning you know i i used to tell people hey try this if you like it great if you don't tell me what you don't like about it that way i know what I got to do to fix it, you know, not going to please everybody, but if you can please the majority, which is good. 
you know. So um, I had to learn that. And then once I learned that, then it, it got easier, you know. And um, I also had to learn not to be afraid to fail because you're not going to you're not going to win everything. You're not going to win every time. I've gone to several pop ups where I've made money. I've gone to several pop ups where I made no money. But I took what was great about not making money was the exposure and being able to get clients and content, uh, clientele and customers. So I'm still winning in a sense because though they may not have purchased anything, but if they like my presentation and they like um, the information that I'm giving them, then I can reach out to these people later on and say, hey, what you think? Or they'll call me and say, hey, you still doing this? You know, I'm having a function over here this week or I got a, a, a corporate lunch going on this month, you know, interested in your stuff. So and there you go. You know, so what's the old saying? No may not always mean no. Literally, it may just mean not right now. So, you know, just wait. You have to be patient and wait to turn out, you know. And like I said, I've, I've been doing this five years. And, and I, though I'm not where I want to be, I'm grateful. For, I'm grateful for where I'm at because I could still be just back to square one, just trying to get bottles and pass out. But now I'm doing pop ups. Now I have folks calling me, wanting me to <clears throat> post up a day spot or a party or uh, like I said, a corporate lunch event or just an individual order or a cookout or, you know, something like a pop-up with what uh, you and Tachi do. And uh, shout out to y'all, too, because y'all do a great job bringing the community together and, and you know, in times where we need to really get um, people who are not only starting small businesses, but have been doing it for a while and, and a lot of people don't know what they're doing. So it's good for you guys to have events and have podcasts and have interviews where we can know who we have locally you know, and they say, hey, you know, these people, you may be looking for insurance or, you know, people may be looking for lemonade or food or, you know, just, just anything. And we have people in the city, in the community that's doing it, but they may not, you may not know who they are because they'll have a platform where they can show this stuff. So, you know, big ups to y'all for doing that. <laughs>
I think I, I think I got. I'm just the last part. I think your mic cut off. Uh, there we go. How do you know? Oh, okay. Wow. I said a lot. I hopefully. <laughs> it was in and out. I, was, I sort of kind of got it and then it like it would bleep out. And then I got some more and it bleep out. So I don't know what's going on with my audio today. I apologize. Um, well, I'll, re I'll recap because I kind of fumbled through the question anyway. But um, the question was, do you have a brand? Um, like me, me personally, I create content and I'm a brand consultant. And mm -hmm. a lot of times whenever I'm, especially if I'm helping a brand start their business from scratch, I always like to ask them, do they have like a brand that they aspire to be like, not, not copy the brand, but you know, like, mm -hmm. like a brand that they would like to reach the status of that they like, you know, they might like the logo and the tagline and the, and the spokesperson. Like, do you have um any brand like that um well for my line of business um uh pepsi coca-cola um i look at where they started from and how they were able to grow into this multi-billion dollar company across the world not necessarily in the country but across the world i mean you can't go anywhere in the world and not see a pepsi coca-cola logo so you know, I'm trying to my my long time ultimate goal is to be able to reach that level to where, you know, people go to Europe, Asia, Australia, and they see the little lemon pool hat with the splash, drink to your smile, you know, and they know it's me. So um I know I got a lot of work to do to get there, but I know nothing's in, nothing is impossible. So that's kinda where I wanna be, you know. Um yeah, I guess that's that would be my goal, my, my goal, my my brand that I would like to be like, you know. That's a good example, and that also speaks to um, that research piece that we talked about. Um, I mean, that's talked about a lot, like in music, right? Like if somebody's an aspiring artist, they say, you know, make sure you study your mm -hmm. craft, and I think that's important in any industry that you're in. So that's that's great that you mentioned, um, you know, you know where they came from. So you can probably learn a lot from their story and their journey and apply it to your particular brand as you're like growing it and building it. Um, and that also speaks to, like you said, nothing is impossible. And um, I know we were talking earlier about like, moving from word of mouth to like social media yeah. and it's so crazy how like social media changes by the hour like even yeah. <laughs> i mean we might stay on a platform for a little while but that algorithm can change like 25 times within a day and mm -hmm. um, then they added they add this feature remove that feature and um, so it's really important to stay on top of that, but it's good that you're cognizant of that because social media literally has birthed plenty of millionaires. You know, if you look yeah. at um, my favorite hot topic right now is TikTok. And I always beat myself up because when you mentioned, I kind of related to you earlier when you mentioned how um, you wish you would have like 
jumped on the social media bandwagon earlier. Mm-hmm. I have been in this space for a while. And so I've always been into social media, but I do know that I definitely took TikTok as a joke. I never mm-hmm. thought adults would hop onto it, much less business brands. Yeah. And I just, I've watched different accounts, uh, whether it be personal brands or even small business owners literally like blow up because mm-hmm. of a certain viral, you know, post that they posted right at the right time with the right hashtags with the right content with right lighting (laughs) so yeah if i could go back in a time machine i would definitely go back to when tiktok first came out and i would just like make tiktoks make tiktoks make tiktoks (laughs) i was just talking to a friend of mine the other day i won't mention the name but um she was saying the same thing you know she she's in foods and um you know, she was, she's actually a, a, a chef. She's a professional chef. But anyway, she was telling me the same thing. She said she's not really computer literate. So, you know, she does a lot of her things um, through her webpage and uh, um, Instagram. She knows a little bit about, but like her daughter is all over TikTok. And her daughter was the one who was, you know, inspiring her to say, hey, you know, you need to do a TikTok video, do a TikTok video. And she's like, well, I ain't really good at TikTok. So, you know, her daughter's the one that's like, pumping her head up to start doing TikTok videos because for the same reason, you know, because you want that exposure and that's what a lot of people own now. So, you know, you can get, you can get a, a high level of our hits doing it that way. So, you know, I, I agree, you know, so, but like the social media thing is, it's, it's, it's a gamble at the same time. It's fun, but it's also a gamble because you never know, you know, what platform is going to die or what, what's going to be the next one to blow up and what everybody's on. So, you know, just kind of kind of stay with the times. But I mean, all all good deeds come with hard work. So even with the people who who, you know, gain popularity off of it, they still work hard. They still have to come up with ideas and post stuff probably every day just to keep their numbers growing. So, you know, um, and that's one of the things that I've, I've been doing my business is to, you know, figure out how to keep the people interested in just with a little bit that I do on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, so they they can see and know what I am. So I'm constantly thinking, I'm constantly brainstorming, you know, but again, like I said, I wish I would have did a year one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Social media is a job within itself, honestly, but if you can get it down pat, um, especially if you build that following and then um, once that following trusts you, you can convert those followers into um hopefully paying customers or clients of yours um so okay i know we've been talking for a bit so i promise i won't hold you up too much longer but speaking of tiktok and time machines right and that that made me think of even that that song that blew up i think it's called time machine by um the artist money long um so like i shared that I wish I could go back in time and get on TikTok earlier. And you already shared one thing, which was you wish you would have year one hopped on social media. But if you did have a time machine, other than that, what's one other thing that you would go back and maybe change or alter about like along your um, journey as the lemon pool? Oh man. Um, a lot. Um, I will, if I could go back, if, if well, let me ask you this: Are we are we going back to the exact point, or are we going back knowing what we know now? 
knowing, yeah, no, basically knowing, knowing then what you know now, like you, you have the knowledge now and you're going back in time. Oh no, we froze. Uh Oh, we froze y'all. Page designs, uh, finance, financial coaches, uh, things like that. And if I can get them all together and let them know the idea that I had and, you know, give me a set plan or get us a set plan on what we want to do. Yeah. I would have been, I would have definitely pushed the ball way faster <laughs> than what I've done. So I think that's my only thing that I would do if I were to go back is to, to the people that I've reached out to now, reach out to in the beginning. That's fair enough. I can definitely relate to that as well. Funny enough, one of the services I provide is uh, business plans. But what's funny is I cre- I have sold, I sold several business plans before I had my own business plan. <laughs> like uh, I was definitely, um, I would say I was, I've been brand consulting-ish since mm-hmm. like 2010, right? But a lot of it was trial and error. So I was just kind of mm-hmm. learning like you know um charging at a lower premium with the expectation of my clients that hey i'm operating on a learning curve here so Mm -hmm. you know um and over time i just kind of figured out what i was good at what i wasn't good at um and tailored my services from there but yeah if i could go back knowing what i knew now (laughs) i would definitely make my own self a business plan because what's that's another cliche i love cliches it's like a plan a business without a plan is a plan to fail yeah something like that something yeah. to that effect. <laughs> you know what's funny um i met a guy i met a gentleman um um talented guy um he he's here now but he's from florida um and we still communicate from time to time but when i started my business i was talking to him and he said the same thing he was like you know he at the time he had been a business consultant and doing business plans for people for about seven years but he didn't actually do one for himself until he was four years in so you know you're not alone (laughs) you know okay that's good that makes me feel better yeah um but okay, Lemon Pool, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Um, as we're wrapping up here, can you please let the people know where they can find you if they would like to either just follow, continue to follow your journey to your first million, or if they want to <laughs> purchase um, some of some lemonade, let them know where they can find you. Well, like I said, I'm located in Charlotte. Um, <clears throat> I'm in the north part of Charlotte, but I, I'm usually everywhere in the city. Um, you can catch me, uh, anywhere. Follow me on Facebook at the Lemon Pool. Follow me on Instagram by the same name. Um, I take orders on either platform, or um, you can, uh, if you subscribe to my email list, uh, the Smiles Club membership, um, through my email, um, you can order on there. Um, or if you happen to have one of my business cards um you can always call and uh reach out so i take orders um anytime anywhere i deliver anytime anywhere um so just give me a rep so um next event i'll be at is uh um this weekend i have an event at the france boys and girls club so i'll be there 
next week, I believe, in Michelle, Carolina. The week after that, I'm back here in Charlotte. So at the same at the same spot. So um, I think y'all got an event coming up too. So I'm about to hit that up at the end of the month. So yeah, just look for me. I'll be around. So and it's getting hot. So I'm pretty sure. You know, like you said, you go to a lot of these events. Everybody got food. Nobody has drinks. So right. <laughs> it's getting hot outside. So I'm gonna have some go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely hot. Perfect weather for lemonade. Speaking of also business cards, real quick. Um, I just got bought this thing. Have you ever seen one of these before? Hold on, wait. Trying to show it in the camera. The wrist. Yeah, the little. This one is. Um, Popple. I have seen that once. Yeah, Popple. Um, well, you know, I haven't seen the wristband, but I have heard of Popple. Um, as a matter of fact, I think someone mentioned the app to me once before. And it's yeah. supposed to be, you know, you're able to put everything about you on there, like your all your social media sites, your email, your website, if you have one, um, your contact information, all that stuff. Absolutely. I love this thing. I just bought it. I haven't tried it out at any events yet. Um, so okay. I'll, I'll likely do a review on my YouTube channel. Um, so like for me, again, this is this podcast is fairly new. So just again, I'm Top Goals, your fave corporatepreneur. I'm a content <laughs> creator, brand consultant. Um, I have a YouTube channel and also um, have this particular podcast, um, which the video will be on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. And then the audio will be available on everywhere that you might listen to a podcast. But um, real quick, though, so I just tapped it, right? And then this comes up. I'm so terrible at this little thing <laughs> comes up. So then you click on it. I love it so much. Like, I was so excited. I can't wait to try it. So, like, this is my... Um, page that I created. Um, I just chose the most important links, which are my link tree, phone number, cash app, and my Instagram. Because mm -hmm. um, Instagram and TikTok are like the main platforms I'm trying to grow at the moment. Because I have my personal brand, which top goals, and then also my business brand, which is um, free goals. But then you have like an option where you can someone can just simply um hit that add button and then all mm -hmm. that information comes up and they just hit save or if they want to exchange contact information um with you there's a um lead generation so it's like you can click the um exchange contact information and like a little form pops up like once they save yours they can add their name and number and then it'll give you like a list of leads where you can um export that contact okay. like wherever you're doing your customer relationship management you know yeah. um whether that's on your website or just old school you know keeping an excel or whatever you're doing um mm -hmm. so yeah entrepreneurs join the wave um because i definitely that's always I, yeah. I i always used to um carry like boxes of business cards and then once you print those things they're printed so like if you want to change a little thing now you gotta print a whole nother set and yeah. so um i think this thing was like 20 bucks and okay. there is a pro over
version where you can make fine. working just fine for me. So <laughs> I would yeah. um, again, this is they have several. Um, I'm, and I'm not getting paid for this, you guys. I wish, but <laughs> let you know, this is my like unsolicited feedback. But this this is one brand. They have several, but so far, um, I really like this one. So uh, more to come. Make sure you check out my YouTube page soon for the review on the full review on this um, business card bracelet. I guess I'm gonna call it. Um, but again, Lemon Pool, thank you so much um, for being a guest. I really appreciate it. Um, and per usual, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And I hope you have right. a great four. Bye. Yeah, have a good one. F-R-E-E-G-O-A-L-Z dot com. They like, hey, where you at? Where you at? Drop a pin, send the Addy. Yeah, I'm 